0: Hi there. Welcome to the Soul Gym Podcast. My name is Daryl Jones. I wrote a book called Soul Gym, a manual to connect mind, body, and spirit for soulful living. The book is direct and brief, outlining the practices and exercises I have been engaged in for 20 years personally and supporting others with professionally for 15 years as a spiritual coach, mindfulness instructor, and minister. This podcast is support for the journey. Oftentimes, the gap from reading something, understanding it, and applying it to one's life can be great. Let this be your weekly inspiration and coaching to fuel you in living a soulful life. Get ready to stretch your mind and strengthen your heart as we step into the Soul Gym. Hello, 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 Rev. Daryl here. So glad that you are here today. So glad that you're here every day, but this is the day that our soul has made. So let us rejoice and connect. Welcome to the Soul Gym Podcast. And today I am excited to be in conversation and dialogue with you about what it means to be a Soul Gym practitioner it is the final chapter in my in my book soul gem a manual to connect mind body and spirit for soulful living and there's this thing in the human experience called imposter syndrome called doubt worry this Horrible thing that we do Um, Rarely does it have great um, Side effects At least in our mental and emotional well-being And that's comparison Um, There isn't a certain way That we need to be To be a Soul Gym practitioner In the book I say The only thing required Is a willingness to embrace some discomfort and a desire to know a little bit more about life and living today than you did yesterday. So if you are willing to learn a little bit more about yourself, learn a little bit more about life, and be humble enough to admit that there is more um, to, to learn, and then also to embrace the discomfort of learning, right? If you think about when you were in school, regardless of what age it was, when you were learning a new concept, usually it's not comfortable whether it is learning times tables or a philosophical idea. When something is new, it takes a little bit of time for it to settle in, and there is a stretching that happens. So that all that's really required is a willingness to stretch yourself. All that's really is required is a willingness to admit that you don't know it all and then be in the process of learning more. So welcome to your soul gym today. Man, life is just, um, it's grand. (laughs) Life is, um, it's powerful. And I am grateful every day to have, first and foremost, the basic needs of my life met. Um, I have a place to lay my head at night, I have food, I can drink clean water, there is safety in where I live. Um, And I have a general sense of self-awareness and awareness of others. And those are some of the foundational requirements to actually grow I think, healthfully, sustainably. Um, And I I, I want to, for myself, but also invite you to just take a moment and honor where you are and what needs of yours are met. Most of the time we spend a lot of energy on what isn't being met, but there are a lot of your needs that are being met. Whether you like all of the clothes that are in your closet, you have choice, more than likely. If you're listening to this podcast, you more than likely have some choice about what you have to wear in your home. I'm assuming that you are listening to this in a space uh, where you are safe and comfortable, relatively. And that if you need some water or if you need a snack, you are capable and have at your... um, uh, at your beck and call, something to nourish yourself. And tonight when you need to rest, there will be a pillow waiting for you where you can easily uh, um, restore yourself. That is a significant thing in life. There are a lot of people that do not have some of those basic needs. One of the basic needs, though, that is less um, bound in our external experience is self-awareness. And there are many, many people that have lots of the external things, lots of money, lots of homes, lots of resources, um, but their self-awareness is not grand. And no judgment on that, but to come back to the idea of some of the foundational basic things that we need in order to grow in our lives. Self-awareness is one of them. And I believe that is one of the uh, things that any spiritual path ultimately affords us. And in particular, it is what I set out um, almost a little over a decade ago now, uh, um, after I graduated from ministerial school, I can't believe it's been 10 years, it's crazy. Uh, That is what I set out to do, was to help people uh, with the process and and facilitate exercises to increase self-awareness. When we are experiencing overwhelm and unbalanced uh, living there is a breakdown of something and so i'm here to teach the overwhelmed and the unbalanced to reconnect to peace and rediscover meaning in their lives that's simply my purpose whether it is on this podcast whether it is um, speaking at an event whether it is guiding and teaching a meditation whether it is praying with or for someone whether it is writing an article or a book, whether it is uh, being active on a committee um, for a larger organization, the Centers for Spiritual Living, which I have my my ministerial license through. I'm sitting on the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Committee for that uh, international organization. I sit on another board for A uh, arts organization that brings together youth to learn emotional intelligence, um, empathy, uh, in particular in the Abrahamic faith, so bringing together Jewish, Muslim, and Christian youth to uh, learn more and grow more together. Ultimately though, at the core of anything that I do, my purpose is to teach the overwhelmed and the unbalanced, to reconnect to peace, And rediscover meaning in their lives to me that is what soulful living is all about when we have a sense of meaning and purpose in our living we are living soulfully when overwhelm and a sense of being out of balance uh, may not cease completely but when there is peace realized in the midst of that overwhelm and unbalance we are still living a soulful life so a soul gym practitioner still experiences overwhelm still experiences unbalanced still experiences anger fear um, sexual feelings sadness joy all of the major emotions um, but in the midst of all of that is still leaning into peace leaning into calm and letting all of that create and curate a life that is rich and full of meaning so if you have found your way to this podcast today congrats high five I'm glad that you are here I want to talk about you and um, invite some prompts and some questions to help you discover some peace amidst any of the overwhelm and the unbalance in your life And to rediscover, reconnect to some purpose um, and meaning. So let's go back to this question, or not question, but let's go back to recognizing first and foremost um, what you have. What you have in your life. And, and, and just if you want to pull out a piece of paper, if you want to open up an app or something digitally to record this on, somehow, if you want to speak it out loud to yourself, take a moment to recognize this because there is something powerful in affirmation when we affirm, when we recognize, when we honor um the things in our life that are benefiting us. It does something to our spirit. It does something to our mindset. It does something to our emotional space. It, if you will, tills the soil um, to plant seeds of greater opportunity, to uh, foster a mindset and a heart set that... um, is more available if you will to opportunity and creativity so what is it that you are honoring in your life today maybe you have a car and you just want to recognize i have transportation not only do i have one transportation but my legs work and i can walk pretty easily Um, If you live in an urban setting like I do, let this idea of abundance come into flow. Not only do you have a car, not only can you walk, maybe you've got a skateboard, maybe you've got a bike, maybe there's a train or a bus. Uh, Maybe you've got a neighbor with a car that lets you borrow it. Maybe there's uh, the ride share um, availability that you have easy access to a plethora of Uber or Lyft drivers. Maybe there is a ride sharing bike program or a scooter program. Just take a moment and think about transportation and your mobility and all of the ways that you have at your access, um, your capacity to be mobile in this world, to get to things whether it is to get to work so that you can be employed gainfully and make money um, to go to the grocery store and access things that you need maybe to get to health care and other sorts of things Um, having transportation is an important very very important thing that all of us need and it can be liberating to, to gain access to transportation. And it can be quite um, imprisoning for whatever reason if we lose access and if we don't um, uh, embrace multiple modes of transportation. So just take a moment and catalog in your mind, speak it out loud and maybe do so in a way of gratitude. I'm grateful for my car, I'm grateful for my legs, I'm grateful for my bike, I'm grateful for my family and friends that have uh, offered their car willing to drive me somewhere. I'm grateful for the technology of of ride share that allows me to not have to have a car, but I have one at my beck and call. I'm grateful for the trains, for the planes, for the automobiles in my life. There are there are some good things happening <laughs> around you. Um, now take stock of the people, <clears throat> the people that do it for you, the people that uh, support you, the people that are kind to you, the people, whether they are alive or not, even just calling, you know, into memorium those uh, individuals who have supported us in the past they're still giving to us in their love that we can conjure up in our hearts take a moment to honor just name five at least five people in your life that um as my buddy my buddy reverend charles calls it his a-team Right? The, the people that you surround yourself closest with that are your A-team, your go-to team that support you, that champion you, that <clears throat> um, cheerlead you, just name five of them out loud. Write them down, honor them in some way in your attention right now. And you can continue this practice in so many ways every day. This is one of the ways to practice gratitude, to just list the things that are working in your life, the people that are working in your life. The money um, that you do have in your life, even though we all always want more, I know that I am I am intending for the rest of this year that I step into a new uh, level of consciousness as it relates to my finances. Um, uh, but right now, I have finances. I have the capacity to buy gas and buy groceries and to you know pay a mortgage and all of those things. So just acknowledge the financial. Uh, faculties that you do have acknowledge whatever is here and this is a great way to again till the soil to cultivate a consciousness that is ripe for creativity and possibility this is a, an exercise that is not listed in the book Um, as a single chapter. Gratitude is something that happens in prayer. Gratitude is something that can happen in meditation. Gratitude is something that can happen in journaling and writing on the page. Gratitude is something that takes place in visioning. Gratitude is something that is uh, usually kind of strung throughout any inspirational reading, but it is also a singular practice that you can embrace from time to time. Um, ideally, regularly, daily in some way, because it does that thing of just getting us prepared. It's one of those um, proactive exercises that just makes us ready for life, right? Um, And so as a soul gym practitioner, to rebalance ourselves if we're feeling unbalanced, gratitude is a great thing to do. To lessen the feel of overwhelm and to move our attention away from what feels like pressure to the things that actually can relieve the pressure or at least are worth the pressure of our living can sometimes shift the intensity of that overwhelm. And it's a great way to find peace in the moment, to be grateful for something anytime and anywhere. And when we find some peace, when we come back to the things that are working for us It's easier to embrace meaning and to discover and rediscover the purpose of our living. So Soul Gym practitioners are willing, as I said, to embrace some discomfort in their lives. They are willing to learn a little bit more about themselves and others. And they are willing to practice gratitude. So let yourself be willing today and this week to welcome some gratitude into your life <clears throat> acknowledge what is working there let this gratitude be an exercise to help you reconnect to peace and rediscover meaning in this day in this moment this past sunday I had the opportunity, as I do at least once a month, to speak at the Cityside spiritual community here in Chicago, um, cityside.me, cityside, it's one word, .me is their website. Um, if you ever want to hear any of the talks that I've done there, you can go onto their website and they have a catalog of all the history not only of myself, but the other ministers and practitioners that have come through to share and inspire. Um, and what I love about Cityside is the spiritual director there, uh, Reverend Amy Daniels, frequently um, picks a book topic for the month, or sometimes they do a series that goes longer than a month. But it, it is a core thing about uh, my soul Jim that I encourage others to do as well and, and and that is to be inspired by reading something and in particular something new right I have my go-to uh, talks and recordings and 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 books and readings and quotes that will always kind of hit me in a, in a good spot and there's something about uh, reading something new that, it hits us in the good spots that we know, but it basically wires us for more inspiration. It wires us for more good spots. So I'm always so grateful to be a part of speaking at CitySide because of the the texts and the books that Reverend Amy asks us as speakers to read. Oftentimes, they are um, you know in the newer circle of the, of of kind of the new thought, self help wellness uh industry and the book that was focused on this past month from mary morrissey was on brave thinking and what i talked on yesterday was the end of the book in particular about this notion of becoming and it's really been sitting with me because in my personal life and in my career i feel this this new becoming, this new level of my ministry um, wanting to come to pass. I really, really like speaking. I love uh, giving inspirational messages. I love working with groups. Um, And I want that to be a more uh, permanent part of my professional and financial income. So I'm starting to make some some moves to, to make that happen. And I realize that this is part of my becoming. Part of my dream as a minister is to continue to expand my circle of work, and in particular, my capacity to touch the lives of those that are overwhelmed and unbalanced and to help them reconnect to peace and rediscover meaning in their lives. The thing about becoming is that it is, not something that is right is it is the definition of becoming is the transition into a new state so as we become either more of ourselves as we become more in love with our partner as we become more powerful in our parenting as we become more of anything but for me as i become um, more empowered to make pivots in my ministry i'm becoming something that i'm not right now and there is discomfort there there is stretching that takes place. Um, <clears throat> not only am I trying to become something professionally, I'm trying to become something in my body that I haven't been uh, in the past few years. I just kind of fell asleep at the wheel of my physical well-being as it relates to my consumption of food and my exercise, and and I just I'm not as strong as I used to be. Um, I'm heavier than I've been in a long time. And so now I'm in this state of becoming healthier and more physically fit. And there's this stretching that has to take place, this discomfort. I have to kind of get over this hump. Excuse me. Um... Uh, you know whether it's it's sustaining the capacity to run and my endurance a little bit longer if it's working on my upper body strength, either lifting or doing push-ups or holding plank or whatever the exercise that I'm doing. There's discomfort there and it's stretching me into a new level of capacity and endurance and capability. So it's happening physically in my body and it's happening mentally and emotionally for me professionally. And so I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode today that uh, somehow you were magically drawn to this as well, and that you are experiencing some becoming in your life. And on some level, again, back to chapter uh, chapter eight here, the final chapter of Soul Gym, who is, what is the portrait of a Soul Gym practitioner? A Soul Gym practitioner is someone who embraces becoming, someone who is willing to stretch themselves, someone who is willing to be uncomfortable Um, not to just be in pain, that's not the goal here, but to recognize that it is in the very space of our discomfort, that new opportunity, that new possibility, that uh, anything that is not currently a part of our existence lives. So if we aspire to a different financial state of being, if we aspire to a different level of love in our romantic life, if we are aspiring to a different level of physical health, if we are aspiring to a new level of mental um, and emotional stability and equanimity, the current way that we show up is not going to get us there, right? The, the, The habits, the behaviors that we have engaged in whether it's for the past week or the past uh, decade or for our entire lives, they've gotten us to where we are and there's nothing wrong with them. But when we aspire to something that is new, when we want to become something, we are working out in the soul gym and we must be willing to be uncomfortable. We must be willing to stretch ourselves. We must be willing to look in the mirror and ask ourselves some questions. Um, Ideally, starting from a foundation of good that we are okay like we did today, recognizing what is going well, what is working in our lives, and then pivot to some harder questions of, well, what is not working in my life? And how can I take a greater responsibility for it? Not looking to blame or shame ourselves, but there are things that we do, behaviors that we engage in, thought patterns that loop around in our mind that support us in soulful living, and then there are many behaviors many thought patterns many um, habitual things that we do that do not contribute to our soulful living and i think if we would be humble and kind with ourselves we would be able to recognize and really be able to delineate um, the difference between the two again a soul gym practitioner Someone who is interested in becoming is willing to sit in the discomfort um, and the be patient and kind and compassionate with oneself to have that awareness of what is working and what is not working. And then the gift of The patience, the gift of the practice, the gift of being the soul gym practitioner who's willing to stretch themselves and become is that then we sit right in the seat of empowerment and choice. Right, As we become more and more aware of what's working and what's not working in our life, as we bump up against the things that don't work, we can pivot and choose something different. And then as we become that much more familiar and recognize, oh, this is actually supporting me, then we don't throw it away. We don't put it off to the side and disregard it. This is something that we can continue to affirm and draw attention to for ourselves and know that it's doing something for our greatest good. And as we affirm it, as we rehearse it, as we practice it, as we do more of it, it not only um, affirms us, but it becomes like this uh, self-sustaining exercise that only allows us to become even more. A soul gym practitioner is one who on some level, (laughs) I don't want to say is a masochist, you know, you're know, you not looking to, to, to hurt yourself or harm yourself, you're not looking for pain, but you realize that there is something in the stretching of oneself. There is something in the beginner's mind, right? That's one of the most powerful philosophical notions that came out of, for me at least, out of the Buddhist uh, uh, teachings and out of mindfulness, is the beginner's mind. That in the mind of the expert, we seek so hard to be experts and to know it all. But when we step into that expert mindset, we limit a lot within ourselves what we see, what we believe, what we hear, how we hear it. Um, But when we're in the beginner space, we are softer around the edges. So a Soul Gym practitioner is someone who is willing to be a beginner, willing to begin again and again and again. And I'm grateful that you chose to begin again here today. So let's close with some affirmative words to lift us all up as we continue to become and work out in the Soul Gym. Right here, right now, I take a deep breath in. And as I exhale, I'm grateful for the fresh air that is rejuvenating not only my body, but my soul, my spirit, as I breathe in and out, being present to this moment, the most powerful moment on the planet, where I can recognize with you the divine, the whole, the complete, the love, the intelligence that life always has been, will be, and is right now. This is the life my life in your life. We are one with this love. We are one with this wholeness, with this creativity, with this health, with this sufficiency, with all of the divine qualities of the universe. They are not exceptionally outside of us. They are ever present within us, around us, and as our living. So from this place of oneness, I return to gratitude. I'm so grateful that you were here today. I'm so grateful that we came together to pick apart and just affirm that we are soldier and Practitioners that we are becoming, and we are willing to be in the journey. We are willing to be in the discomfort. We are willing to be in the stretching and let it stretch us into the next best version of ourselves. So I bless you right where you are. May you step into the rest of this day and this week with some new fire, with a rekindled spirit, with a newfound excitement and joy and a belief and possibility, but not only a mental belief, action. I bless you in all the actions that you take this week to stretch yourselves into the becoming that is seeking you. And so we release this time with a grateful heart and a grateful mind. And so it is. Amen. Thank you again for joining in today's Soul Gym Podcast. I wish you peace and blessings. Thanks for stopping by the Soul Gym. I pray you experience some greater self-awareness, inspiration to experience a richer, more soulful life, and motivation to start working out your mind, body, and spirit today. Remember, you don't need to be anyone other than the unique expression of life you already are. However, to grow into deeper, soulful living, daily, consistent exercise is needed. If you'd like some support and help building and growing your personal soul gym, reach out and let's connect. I would love to do a one-on-one session with you. Explore more Soul Gym offerings at RevDarylJones.com. That's R-E-V-D-A-R-R-E-L-L-J-O-N-E-S.com. Until next week, may you practice love, light, and laughter.